Marysville Church of Christ. This is Falling in Love. We're going to be exploring what it means to love God, what it means to fall in love with God, and how our life can be ever transformed by it. This is going to be a real and honest look at our walk with Christ. We're going to be asking tough questions, giving tough answers, healing scars, overcoming wounds, and most importantly, learning to love our Savior. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy this time together. Welcome to the Falling in Love podcast, our first episode, and quite frankly, our first episode for the Marysville COC podcast in quite a bit. We've been kind of on a digital hiatus, but I'll tell you what, I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to be back behind a microphone. This topic is really fascinating to me. Falling in love is the name of the series. And I don't think there's anything that captures the human imagination quite like falling in love. There have been countless number of books, poems, songs, movies, TV shows, etc. All on this idea of falling in love. And I think the reason why it's so accessible, why it's so consuming is because all of us know what it's like to experience love. Love is unlike anything else, and it's hard to put into words. Love is a verb that motivates us to do incredible actions and feats. Love is a noun, it's a person that has changed our life. Love is, it's an adjective, it's an adverb, it's everything. Love is, oh, it's love. Even me saying that word brings to your mind memories and feelings and emotions. Because once love comes into your life, it transforms you and you can never get rid of it. Once love has left an imprint on your soul, there's nothing you can do to scrub it away. Once we've tasted of love, we'll never be able to taste anything else. For some of us, this means that we have a heart full of memories of love that bring us joy and a smile to our face. It means that there are impressions of people who have loved us all over our hearts and souls. But also some of us carry the scars of love. Love that was unrequited, love that was unfulfilled, or love that left us heartbroken. But one thing's universal. Love, love changes us. And it transforms us. And it's this love that is the core part of our humanity. It is the very center of our creational ideal. We were made after a God of love who took risks in the name of love, who constantly take ri takes risks in the name of love, who constantly is putting his heart out on the line vulnerably for us to accept it or deny it, despite the fact that he's the creator of the universe. God, his heart too, bears the marks of and impressions of love that brings him joy and fulfillment, and on the heart of God there is scars of heartbreak and where love has damaged him. Love 
What a powerful motif. And what a powerful call to action. It's no surprise then that the entire Bible has been predicated on this idea of love. In the old law, while there was a rule, it was called the Shema. It was the primary rule that all other parts of the law pointed to. And it was love the Lord your God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. That was it. That was the key objective by which all Israelites were to follow. In fact, at the, end of book, uh, at the end of the book of Deuteronomy, three times in chapter 30, after giving all the laws and expressing all the laws, Moses ends three times by calling his people to just simply love God. Love was the key motivation. It was the key ideal as it always has been in every part of our life. Love was the focus of the Old Covenant. The entire Old Covenant was put into place. Why? So that people could overcome the problems in their life and find a meaningful relationship with God. It was designed to point them to God. In the New Testament, Paul would call it a tutor. The Old Law was a tutor, educating us on the things of God until we got to see Jesus, who revealed to us everything that we need to know about love and falling in love with God. This idea of falling in love with God was what David wrote so many psalms about. So many beautiful, beautiful ballads about how his heart felt fulfilled in the presence of God, about how God's beauty was intoxicating to him, but it was also the source of so many dirges and lamentations where David felt isolated and alone in his journey to God. In the lifetime of David, in the writings of David, we see the process of falling in love. We see the mountaintops of him feeling so close that he could embrace God and the valleys so low where he felt so alone. And we see this journey of him going from a shepherd boy in the middle of a field rejected by his family to the king of Israel, but more importantly, to a man after God's own heart. And in his journey, we find our journey, don't we? as we too try to fall in love with God, some days feeling so close to him that we could reach out and hold him, and some days feeling so alone or angry that we reject him. This idea of falling in love has fallen out of favor in the modern world, especially in Christianity. Many people have labeled it emotional, subjective, impossible to lay and rest assured in. And so we try to rest assured instead in our knowledge of the Bible. We try to memorize scriptures and follow laws and rules and be obedient to a, to a letter. Because in it, we think that we can find what it means to be a Christian. In our obedience, in our knowledge, in our wisdom, in our study, in our tangible things, we think that that will define our success. But Christianity isn't about trivial pursuit. It's not about knowledge it's not even about obedience. Primarily, it's about love. Now, are the other things important? Well, absolutely. You need to be obedient. You need to study God's word. But none of that matters if you don't know and love God. Love is scary because it is subjective. It can't be quantified or explained. It can't be organized. You just have to feel it. When's the last time in your Christian walk you've just felt? 
you've just trusted in your emotional attachment to God? When is the last time that you've sat there during a song that you've been singing about loving God and known deep in your heart that you've experienced that love? When's the last time in a prayer to God that you've sat there and you've thought to yourself, this is what love is? When's the last time that you have felt his, his embrace, his words tickling your ears? When is the last time you felt his warmth and his assurance? Those moments define Christianity far more than our psychological or intellectual pursuit. The moments when we know God is there, not because we know it's written in a book somewhere, and not because we can quote a hundred scriptures as to why we know it, but rather just to know it. When's the last time you felt God? The last time that you've experienced falling in love with him? This series is going to be unlike many other biblical series that you've undergone. It's not going to be a normal study. Because we're going to be pursuing this objective. We're going to be pursuing the intangible. We're going to be pursuing love. And your journey in falling in love with God. You know, I think we should start here. I think we should start with right now you considering where you are. Over the next several weeks, we're going to be undergoing this journey together as we all try to pursue God in our own life, falling in love with him. We're going to be looking at stories of love. We're going to be studying principles of love. We're going to be putting in place tools and exercises we can do to try to experience this love. But I think we need to start right now with an honest look at where you are in your love life with God. Where are you with your love life with God? Right now, do you have a deep and passionate love for him? Not only the knowledge about him, not only the ability to quote the stories that reference his love, but rather the experiential knowledge of what it is to love God. Do you have the moments daily where you feel him there? Maybe you're someone who's not there. In fact, maybe you're someone who right now... you. You've always wanted those Jesus moments, those experiences where you know that he's there, not because you know the knowledge about him, but because you know him and you feel him. Maybe you're here because you want that so desperately and it's just always been out of your grasp. Maybe you're here because you're angry and mad at God and it's put a wedge in your relationship where the marks and scars on your soul have damaged your relationship with him. Or maybe you're here because you're somewhere in the middle. I want us to all undergo this journey knowing where we're starting from. This week, I want you to spend time in prayer with God, and I want you to determine where you are. Honestly and truthfully looking at yourself. Finding where you are. And knowing, allowing him to guide you on where to go next. This series is going to be motivated by a passage out of Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 in which Paul says this. I'll be reading out of the Kingdom Translation. I want to know him, know the power of his resurrection, know the partnership of his suffering. It may mean sharing the form and pattern of his death so that I somehow may arrive at the final resurrection from the dead. I want to know him, Paul says. I want to know him too. And I know you do as well. As we undergo this journey, I want 
us to be clear on a couple of things. One, this is going to be an honest and open and very raw conversation that we're going to have weekly. As I challenge you to look at where you are and where you need to be. I want to challenge you as to where you presently, where your level of love for God is and where it can be. And I want to challenge you to really take a look at your heart. Parse through every scar, every impression, every memory, and every emotion you have towards God. And let's deal with them all. So at the end of this, we can truly fall in love with God. I'm glad you're doing this journey with me. And I hope this is as beneficial to you as it's going to be for me. And I hope over the next couple of weeks, you experience what it is to fall in love with God. Know where we're starting from. And next week, we'll find out where we're going. God bless you.